Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1277. I wanted to talk to you about uh, food today and uh, focusing on uh, some small changes. Uh, one of the, well, I guess two of the things that I'm super, super passionate about. Food and mindset. Because when you get those things right, your whole, your whole world changes. Energy focus, health, lifestyle, confidence, everything just in, improves and you feel, feel so much better. And I, this conversation is coming up uh, because of a, a client that I uh, just saw yesterday. And uh, she's having some digestive issues uh, now. And often what I find, she's had a, a huge uh, weight loss journey. Um, I'm not exactly sure what she's up to now, but that must be close to 50 to 60 kilos. That's quite a lot. And what I see sometimes in clients that have had big weight loss journeys is that something happens to their digestive system and foods that they could once perhaps eat without any problems at all now cause them enormous amounts of issues. Bloating, pain, discomfort, diarrhea, vomiting, nausea, uh, you name it, a whole range of different things. And so I was talking to her about a number of things to try and get her feeling a lot better about what it is that she is, she's doing. And uh, part of it is getting her to track what it is that she's eating over the next, I said, three to seven days, write down exactly what she's eating, portion sizes, approximately the times that she's eating to give me an understanding of what she's actually putting into her body. And then it's a case of looking at that to say, right, what are some of the things that we can do here to get a better outcome? And often it is, uh, depending on the condition someone's suffering, a lot of experimentation. And it takes a long period of time uh, because you can't change everything all at once and say, oh yeah, I feel better now because then you don't know what it is that's been causing you the issue. It might be one thing that you're having. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips here as to what I see with the majority of people's issues and how you can quickly ascertain what the issue is for yourself if you're having um, these types of problems. The first one is gluten. I mean, when I was a kid, no one ever talked about gluten intolerances or anything like that. But I see that um, many people do suffer from some gluten intolerances. It doesn't have to be a celiac disease. It could be just having some mild intolerances. I know that if I eat a lot of bread, then I feel quite bloated and then I don't feel great after a period of time. Not necessarily like vomiting or diarrhea, but certainly from the perspective of not feeling great and bloated and like, yeah, I don't feel good. Uh, that's certainly a, a matter for me. Um, so uh, I say for, for people, experiment with gluten first. So for three to five days, you'll normally see it within about three days, take gluten out. So don't have the bread or have the only gluten-free bread. Try and avoid gluten in the products that you're eating. Be aware of where gluten is in the products that you're eating. And either... Uh, you know, remove it, cut it, cut it down. My suggestion is so that you know, cut it out altogether. 
okay? Then, if that doesn't work, let's say, yep, there's no change there, put the gluten back in, okay? And then go to the next thing. Now, often uh, a popular one that people find discomfort in is uh, lactose. So have a look at all the products that you're having that have lactose in it. So milk obviously has lactose in it. And uh, a lot of products do. So be conscious of what it is that you're having. If you really enjoy yogurt, then go for yogurt that doesn't have lactose in it. Uh, coconut yogurt is a good example of one. Not a huge fan of soy products. Soy uh, is, is not necessarily awesome in your body. Um, if you just go and do some Googling of it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It doesn't get a huge rap. Uh, so stick to things that are more natural and better than choices than soy when it comes to uh, protein sources, for instance, and your milk products, etc. That's the next one. Now, if that doesn't do anything, then put the lactose back in and then you know that you're going back to a, bla- a base of, all right, this is the level playing field. This is where I was before. And now it's time to experiment a little bit further you might have a sense of when I eat pasta, it does this to me. Or when I eat this vegetable, it does this to me. You'll have a sense of that. So then experiment by just taking out one thing at a time. For me, last year, I started experimenting with salads. I just took out leafy green stuff. I stopped eating it to see what's the impact here. And I found I was having a particular type of salad which had a lot of cabbage as its base. And I didn't think it was making me bloated and everything. And I, you know, I felt good after it and I was satisfied because I'd eat a lot of it. But when I took it out and put in vegetables instead, I noticed that, wow, actually I feel flatter in my tummy now. So I must have been bloated before and just not really recognizing it. So I very rarely do salads now. Now, if you're a long-term listener, you will have heard me talking about putting a few salads in from time to time uh, just to uh, see if that helped with my appetite. So I was going through a phase where I was really, really hungry. Uh, So that's that's an aspect. Um, And uh, so I experimented with salads. I also experimented with uh, things like broccoli and cauliflower, so the cruciferous type of vegetables. And now I don't eat, I tend not to eat cauliflower. I tend to not eat too much uh, broccoli either uh, because of, uh, you know, a, blo- uh, a mild sense of bloating. So I just, I don't, I don't eat it. And I found the vegetables that do work for me. I hadn't eaten potato for years. And I used to think, oh, well, I don't eat, eat it because it, you know, bloats me and stuff. But I had a few meals through the through the year that have got sweet potato in it and white potato and obviously natural foods and I found that I felt I performed quite well my energy on those foods was quite well for years I'd just eaten rice I thought oh I need to experiment with that and just tried potatoes and so actually I feel really good on this so maybe I need to cut out some of the, the rice and put more of these types of foods in. And I found these new flavours in just oven-baked sweet potato. Nothing on it at all. And just developed these flavours. It's like, oh man, that tastes amazing. That's really great. So, it's 
a bit of a science, doing it one at a time to remove one thing, put something else in, or maybe it's just removing uh, something to say, all right, I'm going to remove this and see what does this, uh, you know, what is the impact that this has on me? And test it, measure it, and say, okay, yeah, it doesn't really have a big impact, I'll put that back in. Uh, and you just do that with the various foods. Uh, now, I've had uh, some clients that have had big problems with high fibrous foods. So if you think about, um, say, brown rice, if you think about uh, wholemeal bread, uh, whole, whole wheat pasta, those sorts of things, even though they're healthier, more nutritious options, they can cause people some big issues. So um, they find that they are perfectly fine with white bread, white potato, white rice. So is the alternative nutritionally better? Yes, of course it is. But if they're the only things that you can have to get the high energy food into you, then they're the ones that you need to focus on. And you work with, okay, so how much should I be having? The problem is not the food, it's the problem in how much of food, of that type of food that people are eating that becomes the problem. So you've got to to learn what your body uses well and what it struggles with. And as we age, as your body changes, it changes as well. So the takeaway here is I want you to experiment with some of your food this year and see, all right, just because you've always eaten something, let's try something different. Now, I have uh, some clients right now that are incredibly fussy with their food and they will not broaden their horizon because, you know, as they were kids or whatever, they didn't experiment with food. Uh, because they make up a story for themselves as to why these are the only foods that they can eat. Uh, you know, that's, they're just stories that you're saying to yourself. You don't have to accept that that's the way that it will always be. So start creating some new things for yourself, some new rules, you know, to be adventurous. Try some different vegetables. Try some different meats. Try meat. If you're, you know, you're always vegetarian, always vegan for a particular reason, then maybe just have a look and say, well, okay, is that actually the way that I want to remain? What are the benefits for me in being this? What are the pros and cons of doing that? Because there are a lot of cons in being vegetarian or vegan. There are also a lot of pros. And it's a very much uh, an individual choice. And I'm not here to judge. I'm just asking you to ask yourselves the question, hmm, should I challenge this? Should I challenge my thinking on the fact that I shouldn't eat potato or I shouldn't eat bread or I shouldn't, you know, put new foods into my body? Challenge it. You've got nothing to lose. You know, you've got the whole rest of your life to live. This is about making choices to get the best operating version of yourself. You may not know that you actually feel crappy because it's the way that you've always felt. But then when if you make some changes and you realize, wow, I feel so much better now, why is that? 
oh, obviously this food was making me feel this. I guarantee you, if you have a high processed food diet, you will feel so much better within three days of following one of my meal plans. Three days. Because your body body doesn't crave that food. You might make up a story as to why I'm craving a Big Mac or I'm craving chocolate or I'm craving this. But that's not the reality. So challenge yourself with your food. I think you'll be surprised. It's a fun exercise. Because before this last year, I hadn't really experimented too much at all with my food. But when you do, ah, it really opens up your eyes to possibilities. And certainly when you have more energy flowing through your body, it's like, wow, why did I wait so long? I just feel good all the time. And then when I, if you go back and listen to uh, the podcast I would have recorded on Boxing Day, where I talked about my Christmas dinner and was expecting it to be amazing because, you know, I'd cooked all this food and, and it was expensive, etc. However, I found it was a, a disaster. The food was horrible, cost me a lot of money, and it was terrible. I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed the vegetable part of it, but it was all different food that I would normally eat. So what would I expect, hey? I just thought it would be nice, good quality uh, turkey products and seafood and stuff, and it just it wasn't pleasant for me. Uh, because I've conditioned myself for so long now that I can't make any of those minor adjustments. So. You know, food, food's your ticket to success. Stay safe, everybody, wherever you, wherever you are. Stay healthy. I'll see you tomorrow.